All right. Thank you for tuning in. This is Paige Zamora, your sports page. This is the Sports Page Out Loud on Aggie Radio. We're joined with guest host today, Jaden Johnson, and two of our athletes from the women's basketball team, Olivia West and Shannon Deficy. Again, thank you so much for being here. We're really stoked to have you. And it's been really fun so far. Um, we've talked a lot about Australia and silly questions. Let's just get it out there on the airwaves for, like, sure, for concrete. English is the official yes. language yes. in English, Australia. English, language. English and it's not is their our first language. language. Yeah. Just don't be so taken off guard when they speak it more beautifully than you do because they have their accents. So um, thanks again so much, guys, for being oh, here. Thanks it's for so having us. Um, so we talked a little bit about women's basketball. We're going to see a few more. I th- feel like we have a handful of freshmen coming in, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Sorry, I told you we were going to talk about other Aggie sports, but let's talk just a little bit more about this. I want to know, who do we need to look out for? Who do you see really like shining already in the offseason that we should kind of keep an eye out for? Coming um, so we have a JUCO transfer who came from a school in Texas. Um, her name is Marlene, and she is a stud. She's I've going really to be she's yeah. going to be amazing well, for I mean, us. According to Shannon, she's the biggest smack talker. So. She <laughs> yeah, she probably so. is the biggest smack talker. She's the craziest on our team, but she's also very good on the court, and mm-hmm. I think she'll be a great addition to our team this year. And is she, will she be primarily a post or kind of a four or five? Yeah, kind of like what what Shannon does. Uh, she's no, more she's more of a, more of a five. Yeah, she's yeah. probably like she'll probably play back to the basket for us a lot, but she can also turn and face. Um, she's like really aggressive, and her defense is just phenomenal. Yeah, I think people will like um, underestimate her because we play her as like a five. But uh, because of her height, people will, you know, underestimate what she can do. But her, like, speed and strength under there, just athletic ability ability makes up for, like, her height. So, yeah, I think she's going to be a big big part of our team this year. But, of course, the other freshmen are stepping up just Mm -hmm. as much. So I think everyone's going to have... All the freshmen are going to have a big influence on our team this Absolutely, year. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's still early to say as well. Like, we've only been practicing, like, three times a week right now, whereas mm-hmm. we're about to start official practice. Um, but, like, everyone's fitting in so well, and, like, it, it, like it's hardly even noticeable that they're freshmen because they're doing so well in practice. Good. Mm-hmm. That's what I like yeah. to hear. Um, the, the team chemistry we were talking about, knowing yeah. that you've been doing so much in the off-season and been wishing you were there so much the off season mm-hmm. for you yep. Shannon um how do you feel like that's different from the years past um I definitely think like the years past it's kind of been like rock up to practice you know we're a team at practice but then go our separate ways once we leave practice whereas I feel like this year it's like hey we rock up to practice but then you know what does everyone want to grab dinner or does everyone want to do this you know like we're just more of a unit yeah. on and off the court rather than just on the court now yeah mm-hmm. like last year um like I think everyone did it like we had our little you know clicky groups and stuff and we tried to get out of that at practice but this year it's just it's for sure just one big unit so yeah I think it's going to show on the court that's really cool I'm excited to see that I think you're right that it's really hard to hide that yeah. when it, or it's really hard to fake that yeah. on the court, right? Yeah. When it yeah. doesn't exist, but it's also something you can't like, or sorry, you can't help but like see it mm-hmm. when it does yeah. exist. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That was hard to say. Okay, <laughs> so I want to hear about your take on other Aggie sports. I know we talked a little bit on the break about Aggie volleyball and Aggie soccer. Mm-hmm. We were expecting different things than we've been able to see out of them this season, mm-hmm. but um. 
the Aggie volleyball games are so fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I love that they're fun regardless of the outcome, Mm -hmm. right? Of course, they'd be way more fun if they were doing as well as we all expected Mm -hmm. them to do. Um, What's your favorite thing about attending those other sports for, like, women's soccer and volleyball? Um, I think think it's really nice to see, like, all the basketball girls, all, like, the gymnasts and everything at, like, such like a volleyball game for example um I think it just shows like when I'm at a basketball game even when I'm on the bench like I I can see who's there and it like you know it helps us seeing other sports there since we go and support them so it's kind of like a payback thing but um yeah volleyball games are really fun like we've I think we've gone to all the home games so we'll keep supporting them they've had a bit of a rough start to the season but I think they'll they'll pick up hopefully so yeah yeah well you know volleyball I mean they have had a little bit of a rough start and I think they had really high expectations Mm -hmm. um it's similar to I think what what you guys did last year. You had really high expectations, and obviously it wasn't it wasn't the best season. But how hard is it to just kind of keep pushing through? You know, you get midway through the season to keep pushing and say, look, mm. we know we have the talent, and obviously, like you guys had a ton of talent on your team, and just to try and, and recuperate that. Yeah, it's definitely hard. It's like it's hard to hit a slump and try and like push out of it because it's like the coaches keep trying to mix things up to like try and find what's working for us, but like so there's no like consistency in like the team sort of thing and I, I I can see what they're going through right now it's tough yeah that is hard I feel like those expectations come sometimes they're self-inflicted right but sometimes they maybe come from just wanting to please the outside or wanting yeah. to you know grow your fan base or things mm-hmm. like well, that and, and on the same you know on the same hand they're a really young team and, and yeah. as, as were you guys and still mm-hmm. just kind of you know getting everything together but you could see the pieces in place yeah absolutely and see like the potential that they have oh absolutely they have so yeah. much talent on their team yeah yeah I'm excited to see when coach Dubose will finally get kind of his year because mm-hmm. he's a fun coach yeah oh my yeah. gosh yeah. what a guy um and then of course we had to talk about it because it's been a really exciting season so far for the football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I know I've seen you at, I mean, they honored you like at, on the field. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Game, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I know you've been there. What, what are you most excited about? Do you still think American football is just like stupid? <laughs> um, <laughs> we've actually like learned the rules now. So like, yeah. it's a lot easier for us to watch. I think our freshman year, we kind of all just stood there and when everyone else clapped, we clapped a little bit, <laughs> but like didn't really know what was going on, but it's a lot more fun now that we actually understand like yeah. the rules. I think they've, they've clearly done some like good recruiting with coaches and players. So yeah, I'm really excited to keep keep watching them and yeah. keep watching them get their wins. So, yeah. I, I've got to say, one time I was flipping through the channels and I turned on ESPN and there was Australian football on. Yep. Yeah. And first it took me about 20 minutes to figure out what I was watching. <laughs> I, I thought it was like a combination of rugby and... Right? I, I don't know. It was it was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Then I figured out it was Australian football. Then I tried for the rest of the game to figure out the rules and I, I didn't even come close. You have to watch it with an Australian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. The key. We, we could help you with the rules, yeah. It's it's hard to explain to people. Like, usually when people ask us, like, you know, what's it like? Is it soccer, rugby? Is it a mix? We're like, no, let me just get a video. You watch exactly. the video and mm-hmm. there we go. It's but, honestly so, yeah. like nothing else. It's, yeah, it's completely very different. different. But it's really cool to watch. Oh, yeah. When it's, I watched it, I yeah. thought it was so awesome. Uh-huh. I happened to have watched it with like some guy that took me on a date one time that's like really far in the past. but he was explaining to me it was the highlight of the date obviously because it didn't go anywhere with the guy but it was yeah it was really interesting yeah, I couldn't uh-huh. believe that like the intricacy of of the rules mm-hmm. and it just to me the way I would describe it is like our type of football but like on an oval field 
Yeah. yeah. But, and like, no, I shouldn't just try. But it's not even. Like yeah, because like, it's, it's not even it's like that. But you're like able to do more. Yeah, know, and without having to and worry about like the stupid. Rules. It's not in lines either. It's like each person is kind of in a uh-huh. position outside mm-hmm. of the f- f- like in, on the field, and you can like run with the ball and kick it and bounce it and like yeah. dodge like, people. You have it's so not, much more. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's the word liberty. Mm-hmm. What yeah. you can do with the ball yeah, and where you need to get it in order to score. Uh-huh. Oh so man, it's it, crazy. As far as popularity goes, does it go rugby then Australian football? No, no, Australian football, and then like rugby and basketball, kind of okay. similar. Yeah, there's a lot of Australian basketball players coming yeah. to America. I mean, do you I mean, love Dante Joe Eggs and Joe Ingles? Yeah, are just we have in uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're absolutely fans. Yeah, That's yeah, so the cool. Jazz have a few. Yeah, we got Dante and Joe Ingles. Yeah, and then Ben Simmons. I mean, one uh-huh. of the, you know, yeah. best have rookie you of the year. The Joe Ingles rap. No, no. keeping Dante in his pouch. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kay. Well, maybe we'll have to have you guys back and play it on the internet. Look it up, though. It's really funny. Because okay. it's like Joe Ingalls, who is just like, he's a dad. He's just yeah. like a classic yeah. dad mm-hmm. guy, you know? Okay, uh-huh. um, speaking of the Utah Jazz, though, they're going to have three players at our game. Yeah. They wow. are. Uh-huh. Yep. How excited are you guys? Yeah, oh, we're that's all so pumped. exciting. Are yeah. you, so are you Utah Jazz fans? Have you, like become jazz fans since you've been we we have we we don't really like follow the nba like too much like none of us really have an nba team we enjoy watching it to like kind of you know because like they're the best players in the world but yeah of course we have to become jazz fans we live in utah yeah good answer we definitely are excited to see see them at the game Uh so and yeah and then uh um the student athletes are on the field so we're kind of hoping that maybe like we can like sneak off to the side and cross paths with donovan mitchell at some point yeah Yeah. incredible yeah Yeah. i'll be covering it for any number of reasons but i'm like same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Want to do pregame with me, yeah. Donovan? You know. Have you, have you been able to meet either Joe Ingles or Dante Exum before? Ah, uh, no. I, I was trying to get him up here. I tweeted. I no, tweeted we Joe saw Ingles your tweet. We saw your here. tweet. Yeah, yeah, my high school coach actually coached Dante, so I've like communicated with Dante before to get okay. tickets, but like I've never met him. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I've had Dante's dad coach me. That was another, oh, really? another good yeah. experience. Yeah, <laughs> that's classic. So that, was, that was fun. Classic Australia. Yeah, everyone knows Everyone's everyone in the basketball community. So. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That mm-hmm. makes Utah not seem as weird. Right? Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows everybody. Okay, <laughs> hey, well then it's on you guys to get Dante up here. Okay. Okay. We'll do our best. We'll work on it. We'll work on <laughs> it during basketball season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, football season is going to be really exciting. Jane and I are going to break it down um, in a little bit, kind of in more detail. But with the conference opener coming up. As student athletes, what goes through your mind when you're getting out of that um, preseason game? Um, what can you just like take us kind of maybe into the football team's minds right now? What what do you have to change? Do you change anything, or is it just like continuing on through the season when you go into conference? Because it does matter a little bit. Yeah. More, well, right? I think like for us, it it can be like a fresh start. You know, like non conference is over, and it's like okay, like however well you did, however bad you did in non conference, it's like let's just like let's hit the ground running with like conference and I think the football team's been doing well obviously and so like I think they just stick to what they've been doing and yeah keep keep winning obviously cool well Jane and I will both be really excited to see you guys there Mm -hmm. since you'll be on the field and (laughs) we'll be hoping and praying that 
some of us run into some of those jazz players. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Olivia and Shannon, it's been so great having you. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, we'll see you, of course, during your season as well. Mm-hmm. And any other time we can rope you into coming in the studio. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks okay. so Thank much for having, having us. us. Yeah. We'll go to a break now. This is Aggie Radio on 92.3 FN, KBLULP, Logan, Utah. The sports page, out loud. This is Rachel Jones, Development Director of Aggie Radio, and you're listening to Aggie Radio on 92.3 FM in Logan, Utah, KBLU. Hi, I'm Daniel. I'm Jaden. And I'm Jeff. Do you like dank beats and sick jams? Oh, you know I do. Well, come jam with us on The Melting Pot every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight here on Aggie Radio. This is the band Barra, and you are listening to Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLULP Logan, Utah. Fight we face is more than wit. How could it come down to this? How could it come down to this? It's like walking. Hey, hey what's up, guys? Hey, guys, we're the cronies, and you're listening to Aggie Radio 92.3 KBLULP. Word. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. This is your sports page on Sports Page Out Loud on Aggie Radio. We just said goodbye to our two special guests, Olivia West and Shannon Duffesey from the USU women's basketball team. It was so much fun having them. How great are they? Seriously, what a blast. I honestly feel like a little bit of a fangirl whenever I'm around (laughs) any of like the athletes from the women's basketball team, so I try to like be cool, you know? Um the other day, Jaden and I were in our building, and we ran into Taylor Franson, and Jaden was like, Paige, have you met Taylor before? And I was just like, uh, yeah, um, I mean, like, I know who she is, but well, anyways, I'm glad that I wasn't totally, like, crazy during that whole yeah, thing, even yeah, though I was so stoked. They're so fun. It's a fun group. Um, if you've never listened, we, we do broadcast all of the women's basketball games here on Aggie Radio, every game, home and away. Even if it conflicts with the men's game, they're still streamed online. So I'm really excited to get going with that again this season. Mm-hmm. I'll be the, the play-by-play for every game. Paige is going to join me for some of them as well for uh, to do color commentary. But and I'm so be, excited. You know, the thing about the women's basketball team is two years ago, they were the youngest team in the entire country. I mean, out of 350-something teams, they were the youngest team. Mm-hmm. Had a pretty good season. Last year was, was definitely a letdown. Maybe it was, you know, some chemistry issues. Maybe... I, I don't know, but they should, I, I fully expect, and I think that they're going to bounce back and have a good year this season, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to watch. 
Yeah, they're they are so fun to watch. I will stand by it. I have had siblings, significant others, plenty of people fight me on this that women's basketball just cannot be as interesting, but I will fight as long as I live for women's <laughs> basketball because I think it is so fun to watch and I really hope they do see their day where, you know, they can fill the spectrum and not with elementary school kids, but well, with fans, you and, know. And I know you look at it and you look at the team that started four freshmen and a sophomore two years ago and now that's a team that's starting four juniors and a senior or I, I don't know what the lineups will be but mm-hmm. they're, they're a very very experienced team and they've been playing together forever and they're hearing about that chemistry yeah that makes me really excited yeah. for the season because I meant it when I said you know you can't hide it if it doesn't if there's problems off the court they don't go away once you get on the exactly. court right but if there's chemistry off the court, that helps you just as much in the other other direction. So I'm excited about that. Um, again, really excited that we could get there. Sorry, Jaden, I forgot to introduce you this time again. He oh, yeah, is here there. guest hosting with me. Um, I was just telling him off the air, I don't think this show would ever be possible without him. So really glad to have you here, Jaden. Thanks for having me. And um, those of you that are listening, we, we love that you're listening. We love that you're tuning in if you have questions or if you have any um commentary you want to add please feel free to text in um to the radio it's seven three okay wait you got to tell me the number four three five four three five seven nine radio wow i was way off so that's four three five seven nine radio seven nine seven two three four six yeah so anytime you want to text in tell us what you're thinking about our show ask us questions or anything like that please feel free. You can also tweet at us if you'd like. You can find me at sportspage94, and you can find Jaden at jadenjohnson00. That's it. And if you know Jaden Johnson without the zero zeros on Twitter, who has <laughs> one tweet in all his years of being there, Still trying to get let him know to give up his Twitter handle, because there's someone much better <laughs> that could use it. So and who uses Twitter use. a lot more, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And much better. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, Okay, Jaden, let's talk about this. Let's talk about, oh, wait, we got to talk a little bit more about the exciting fact that three Utah Jazz players are coming to the game oh tomorrow. Gosh. And then we'll talk a little bit more about the actual football details of it. It started with just like a random tweet, like, hey, Donovan Mitchell, what you doing this Saturday, right? Like people were just mm-hmm. almost jokingly like, oh, if you're at the U of U, which is a Pac-12 school, of course you're going to be there. And it's like in your backyard, right? But then... Zach Nyborg, the director of player personnel, just gets into it, right? He's just the, like, look what I've got for you. The brand new director of player personnel at that. He's only been here for a couple of months. But right? He, he knows how to get the fans on his side. Yeah, and hit the ground more than running, right? Like, prob- I'd rather say never hit the ground because he's like flying instead of running, right? He prints jerseys. He gets it already. <laughs> he arranges for them to be in the coin toss and honorary flag bearers. Like, he is all about it and now we have three nba players coming to us here in logan tomorrow night and i am really excited and i'm this is another one of those moments in my career which i have talked to professors and mentors about this a lot where i feel like there's a handful of moments where i my fine line that i've drawn between fan and professional (laughs) just gets really really blurred and um, luckily, most of the people I've talked to about it say that's supposed to happen, you know, because, <laughs> like, if we weren't actual fans, then 
what would we be doing in this business, right? Well, and, and not only jazz players, but Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> right? The governor of Utah. I mean, that man. <laughs> that man. If he ran, he would win unanimously. It'd be the first unanimous, unanimous election ever. He, uh-huh. the, the man that showed up to a random Fourth of July barbecue. The man that, you know, led the Jazz from what looked to be an, an awful, disparaging season to uh, a fifth seed in the playoffs. I mean, if that doesn't get Utah State fans out, I get that not every Utah State fan's a Jazz fan. But if that doesn't get you excited and doesn't fill the student section, doesn't fill the stadium, it's going to be a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think it's going to be wild. And not even to mention the fact that it's an ESPN college football yeah. game. So there's money for students on the line, yeah. which I think is really cool that they yeah, just 12, 12 want students, students out there. Five hundred dollars. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and Paige, you and I were both at the post game press conference mm-hmm. after Tennessee Tech. Oh, could you and, have ever taken Coach Wells more seriously? And Coach Wells oh my gosh. got up and he said something along the lines of, "If if one thing that I say in this press conference is quoted and put into print, let it be." I want a full stadium next week. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was dead serious. Looked every reporter right in the eye and said, "Let's pack the Mav." Mm-hmm. Which has been kind of like a really cool trend on yeah. Twitter, right? This yeah. new hashtag, "Pack the Mav." Well, and it's the one late the game. word, the Mav. The Mav. That's cool, right? <laughs> Anyways, I love it. The it's, one late game it's of the, the season. The one late game of the season, and he emphasized that. You know, in the past, people have complained, "Oh." All the games are at 8.30. How am I supposed to get back to my house in Ogden or whatever mm-hmm. at 2 in the morning? But this is the one late game. Come and it's 8.15. 8 not 15. even 8.30, you know? You'll be fine. You can <laughs> and go away to it. church. You have my permission. <laughs> the um, <laughs> fact that we're playing Air Force, which is always a good game. Always. The it's, last, yeah. That's one of the games you can always count on in our schedule. Just And the best part about it is you never know how good it's going to be or who it's going to be really mm-hmm. great for. Which, honestly, that's what I love about it, because it's still very much like an athletic competition, which I know that sounds kind of cliche, <laughs> but you can always count on that from Air Force, right? They always have quality um, athletes and, like, a program, because they've put so much into it. Yeah. I was listening to a show on the way to school today, and um, it reminded me of when I was at Media Days two years ago. The same coach is there. And you ask him anything, and you forget that they have specific things they have to say because they're a government institution, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we all technically are, but sure. because they're in the armed forces. Representing. They literally, I feel like they have, like, five answers they can give, so they all give, like, one of the five. <laughs> and then they go through them, and they just start repeating themselves. And it was the same thing from their coach today. Um, I do have a selfie with the coach. So if you ever want to see it, I will tweet that out. Um, got a lot of got a lot of love for Coach Calhoun and what yeah. he's done at Air Force. Because you, you just got to think about how many obstacles that team faces. There's no athletic scholarships. Every player that plays there is on an academic scholarship because they're going to the Air Force Academy and they want to serve in the military. So think about how hard that's going to make your, your recruiting. You have to only recruit players that are, you know, 3738 GPA in high school that are willing to not only go to a, a ridiculously tough school for four years, but then to enlist in the military after. And then the, they have to be in shape. You can't recruit a 350-pound defensive lineman like, like a lot of teams can. It's it, nothing but respect for a team like that. Yeah. It, and, and Coach Wells on Monday, he talked about that he had worked, he started at Navy. That was his first coaching job. And it was cool to hear, like, the respect that he had and, and how much he learned from being around an, air, uh, an armed forces school like that. Mm-hmm. And I think 
that's one of the components that contributes, you know, to the fact that it's always a good game. Mm-hmm. There's something about that mutual respect. It's not something you see at, like, a, a basketball game against UNLV because, like, that's a different right. story, right? <laughs> and so that, I'm, and that, I guess, would lead to a different type of good game, quote-unquote. But I'm, I'm excited. It'll be an all-around, I feel like the environment's going to be really excited. I've seen some people who I'm guessing are visiting from... Colorado, you know, coming to visit oh, yeah. that are, I, I've seen them taking pictures of the tabernacle and everything <laughs> on Main Street. It's just, I love when it gets closer to the weekend when we have a big game coming up or, you know, our conference opener when they have devout fans that come when you can see everybody visiting from the, the visiting team and you just know like this is, this is game week and it's exciting. And um, we were talking about like going into conference play, right? with Shannon and Olivia and how that what that's like in an athlete's mind being able to either kind of wipe your slate clean or just continue on a really awesome trend let's talk a little bit about these trends that they've developed and okay but disclaimer right trend probably needs more than three games for it to be deemed a trend sure but habits maybe can we say that or patterns that Mm -hmm. may be noticed already what should I call it? No, I, don't I, know. I, I know what you're saying. Like, uh, just characteristics of this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This season specifically. One that I love that Coach Wells has hit on now in two past press conferences is the maturity of this team. And um, that's something that we lacked in years past. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know for sure that this team has it as much as they need it to go as far as they want to. I hope they do, but I don't want to assume anything, right? But I do know they have it more than they have in the past, right? Mm-hmm. And that means a lot because even an immature team in the past under Wells has been able to do well. Uh, do well. <laughs> Yikes. I probably, he probably hears that joke all the time. Sorry, Coach Wells, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but now you add that maturity. And I feel like there's really good things that are going to happen this I year. And I feel agree. like the more I talk about this, the more I'm just going to sound like one of those fans trying to convince Donovan Mitchell to come because, like, this is the year you want to see Utah State, you know? But, like... Yeah, that's me this year, you know? One one that gets me excited, and it's specifically for this weekend, because the last three games against Air Force, well, the last several games against Air Force, are always really, really close, but really, really frustrating. I mean, Air Force won the last two. If you remember last year, one of the most frustrating games I remember watching from, from the standpoint of a Utah State fan. And it's because they'll just run and run and run, and towards the end of the game, they'll pick and you know, they'll pick up eight, nine yards per carry. But I've heard no less than ten different defensive players this season emphasize that this run defense is different than past years. It, it wasn't taking a shot at past defensive coordinators, but just saying how good Coach Patterson is at stopping the run and, and just the defense that he's instilled in this team. And so I think that's going to that's gonna be a big difference on this Saturday. We're not going to see Air Force shred the Utah State defense to, to pieces like they had in past years. Yeah. And knowing that they have that confidence, right, that mm-hmm. they've finally flipped that switch, done what they needed to to change that. Because they're, even from a, like, a young age, <laughs> that's like a weird way to start a story, but <laughs> one of the most frustrating things I would see in um, football I would get so confused when it was, like, so hard to stop the run, you know? Because I yeah. was like, you're all on the ground. It's, like, it's, it's not a ball in the air that you, like, can't stop, you know? 
And so it is frustrating. I get that there's more strategy to it than I understood as a little girl. And you when know? you watch Air Force, it, it seems like to the casual fan that they're just doing the same thing over and over again. In reality, there's a million different things they're doing just slightly differently to throw the defense, the op, the defense off. But mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's maddening. But it's nice to know that, I mean, it frustrated them too, right? So they're changing it, and that's been something that I've really, really loved seeing. Um, when we come back, let's do a little bit more of a kind of rundown what we're going to see this weekend, um, what we've seen in the past. It'll be our last little bit of this show. So, again, if you have anything, please feel free to text in at 43579-RADIO. Got it. Finally. <laughs> this is the Sports Page Out Loud with Paige and Jaden. Um, you are listening to Aggie Radio on 92.3 FM, KBLULP, Logan, Utah. This is the band Barra, and you are listening to Aggie Radio 92.3, KBLULP, Logan, Utah. But we face is more than wit. How could it come down to this? How could it come down to this? It's like walking. Broadcast is brought to you by Aggie Radio, 92.3 KBLU, and Ogden Uncon in Ogden, Utah. Ogden Uncon, the untamed and unconventional pop culture con. More information available at OgdenUncon.com or facebook.com slash Ogden Uncon. Want to listen to Aggie Radio on the go? Download the Radio FX app for free on the Apple App Store and the Android Google Play Store. Search for Aggie Radio, then start listening to live shows, pause the stream, or even call the station directly to request your favorite songs, all from the Radio FX app. Hi, this is JD, host of Colony Collapse, the show that uses sound and science to bring disorder to the beehive state every Monday, 10 to midnight. And you're listening to 92.3 KBLULP, Logan, Utah. Flying round and round, making a groovy sound. It's a flight of the psychedelic bumblebee. Thank you so much for staying with us. This is the Sports Page Out Loud. I am your Sports Page, Paige Zamora, and Jaden Johnson is here with me in studio. Thanks again for being here, Jaden. We're glad to always have you in the studio, having my back. Um, Anyone who's listening and has been listening can tell that this show would be nothing without Jaden. So thank you so much. Oh, it's fun. It's always it's always fun to just come talk sports. I mean, what's better? Right? <laughs> it's like my therapy yeah, for the week. Yeah, what's better? Um, when we left, we were talking a little bit about Aggie football, um, the exciting things going on um, outside of the actual football part of it is, mm. hello, Donovan Mitchell, Royce <laughs> O'Neal, and Kate, how do you say his name? George's? I, I think it's Jorge? just George. George. Just George. Okay. Yep. Um, George Niang. And who? The video that was tweeted. Aggie fans might not be familiar with George Niang, but he's a baller. Or I mean jazz fans, sorry. If you watched if you watched any of the Summer League or if you watched any Utah Stars games last last year, he might be the next guy that comes out of the D League that nobody really knows about. I guess it's the G League now that nobody really knows about and then all of a sudden he's a, you know, he's a big time player in a couple of years. He's good. So awesome. It's cool to have him coming too. Yeah, I know, and I feel like, like, homeboy just needs to know that we do love him and yeah. we love that he's coming. You know, I, I hope, just I don't. I hope people realize I hope, that you know well, because and I hope that he and Royce don't get overlooked. 
Yeah. At least we made them jerseys on like the University okay, of Royce, Utah. Okay, Royce. I love Royce. <laughs> Royce is the man. He is so cool. Honestly, watching him in postseason this past year, he had me in tears a few times over how good he is. <laughs> um, I I really do love them. So I'm excited about all three of them. Even if Donovan Mitchell wasn't coming, I'd be really excited about Royce and George. But um, I'm only half embarrassed that I just said that on the air. Hopefully there was someone else out there that also <laughs> didn't know how to pronounce his name and so it's, it's a was one. wondering. Um, and I'm glad that you gave us that little insight because I think we're always kind of looking for that person, right? We know that like we had a really great, this is just like a side note into the NBA for a second. We know we had a really great 90s, right? And then we had those few years where like Darren Williams, Derek Fisher, you know, we were all like, oh, is this another, you know, Ah, mm-hmm. And then it wasn't, right? Um, but we're always looking for kind of that one thing that would set us above or give us that extra push. And maybe that, like, we wouldn't expect because we're not the Cavaliers or the Heat, you know, or the Lakers now or whoever is mm-hmm. going to be cool this year. I guess the Lakers now that <laughs> LeBron is there. Um, anyways, my point in the like long-winded explanation of that is when players come from the g league the, the, yeah that's yeah. the g league when they come though that's going to be what what we look for here in utah because i feel like we're kind of an underdog state right we always want the underdog to win we like we're like yes that's our type of person you know so with the superstars that we have that can kind of like bring him to their level too i'm just excited about the jazz this year that's Totally off topic, but no, I'm really excited yeah, about it. I'm with you. It, it'll be cool to have them here. Um, you know, I mentioned that they were they were down at University of Utah last week, and there was a bunch of funny pictures of you know just Donovan Mitchell wearing a jersey and like, come on, Utah, you're not going to treat these guys well. But I know that Utah State will, and uh, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be cool to see you know see them. I hope they're out there leading the I believe chant. You know, I, I, the, it gives me. Goosebumps. Right? Oh, yeah. Tears in my eyes just thinking of that. And knowing that uh, this team, like, if of all the years that I've been here, of all my years at Utah State, <laughs> you know, um, this team this year is the one I'm most excited to show off to, it's, you know, my homeboys from the Utah Jazz. Look, yeah. I, I, I tweeted this out, and I put it every week I do a, a column for the Statesman. It's called By the Numbers, where I just kind of break down. And you can find that at USUStatesman.com. USUStatesman.com. I kind of break down um, some, like, impressive stats from the game or, or for, from the season, whichever. Uh, and, and I was blown away to find out this season, in three games, Utah State's already scored more points than, the, than they did the entire 2006 season which is a season I went to almost every game and remember very well. I mean, that was an 1-11 team, but it's a special season and, and a special team this year. Mm-hmm. There's like a, there's a lot of good things to like. Yeah. And the schedule lines up favorably. And just, okay, you know I'm always going to talk about this because I'm always the one who talks about energy and, like, mm-hmm. the intangibles kind of because those are my things. That's why I love sports. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you have your, like, stat sheet. But unless you're there or watching with, like, like diligently watching, you know, <laughs> then you don't see these intangibles. But they mean so much, especially in team sports. And the chemistry that we've heard about from Coach Wells and that you can really see on the field. It's, mm-hmm. it's a different type of chemistry than we've seen in years past. And I think it shows. Um, it was interesting to hear Jordan Love talk about his confidence and – I was expecting him to talk about, you know, the extra work he put in 
or the, I don't know, more like about himself, right? But instead he talked about trusting his teammates and how that gave him confidence. And that answer alone, I was like, wow, we have a different group here mm. than we've seen in the past. I do feel like a lot of that comes from Jordan Love and his leadership because yep. whether or not we want it to be basketball is about the qu- Basketball. <laughs> Football is about Basketball the quarterback. The Yikes. Um, well, it, you talked so Sorry. Go no, ahead. you're good. I was just going to say the quarterback leads. Absolutely. Even if we don't want that to be how it is, that's how it is. Well, and if you talk to any of the running backs, and we've had some really good running backs, some really good performances this season, none of them will say, I mean, all of them just point to the other running backs and to the offensive line. Mm-hmm. It, it's incredible. There's, there's a real unselfishness on this team. Yeah, and... I don't know if maybe the media team is the one that's just, like, branching out, but they're being a little more fun, you know, mm-hmm. where, like, they've done some takeovers on USU football Instagram, which has been I fun to watch. I loved Devon Anderson's right? takeover yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw that on Instagram. It was awesome. It was everything you could ask for Answered in a, a takeover. Bunch of questions. He, you know, just kind of showed the day in the life of a, of a USU football player. And he maybe, was real. Maybe leaked a little bit of information that I don't know if he was supposed to, that, uh... Mr. Suli Tamabena might be playing tomorrow, which was quickly de- deleted. But uh. <laughs> yeah, but you know that you just heard it here again from someone who saw it before it was deleted. So thank you. Yeah, I think um, all those things, though, are those kind of intangibles that add up to a successful season. And yeah, you can fight and tell me numbers matter more, which in the end, the numbers are the results, right? But without those intangibles, those numbers don't get where they need to be. I think there's always going to be an intangible behind it. And I think we've got the ones we need this season in order to be successful. And like I said, it's the type of team I do want to, you know, show off to my homies from the jazz team visiting (laughs) or, you know, even family coming up, things like that. I have um, family probably listening right now. My, all my in-laws are BYU graduates and my father-in-law and everything. And it's funny how last week when they had that win, which was great. Good for them. I mean, number six, Wisconsin. Like, that's awesome yeah. to have that win, right? Um, but well, before that, they were all like, oh, you guys have the – you guys probably have the game this year. Like, you know, well, and then it, it switches in that. But this is a team that I'm confident going into that game with. And as tough as that was for, like, a lot of, like, the diehard Utah State fans who cheer against Utah and BYU every week. And, you know, I, I get it. Um, as tough as it was for them to see like that team down south having so much success, think about how much more, like, just how much how much more fun it's going to make that game on October fifth. Mm-hmm. How much how high how much higher the stakes will be, and I think it's going to be awesome. That's a team that, I mean, right now they're ranked in the top twenty five. They're going to beat McNeese State this week, and then they've got Washington. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll be ranked when they play Utah State, but it's going to be a fun game. Yeah, it will be, and it will be good for both sides because this team has something special. There it is. I said it on the record. (laughs) Um, I I, want to point out the brilliant scheduling by Mr. John Hartwell and and Coach Wells in what they did this season because they intentionally moved the Tennessee Tech game to a short week. They knew they could play that game on five days practice, so they moved that to a Thursday and then had – after that, nine days to prepare for Air Force, who's one of the tougher teams to prepare for. It's the only time you play a triple option team like that, so you want a little extra time. Then a bye week, then BYU, and Matt Wells has never lost after a bye week. BYU will be playing the Saturday night game against uh, Washington the week before. So they're coming off six days. Utah State's coming off 13. 
And then you've got, because of the Friday game, eight days until your next game against UNLV for homecoming. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. How could, I mean, you couldn't lay it out better. Yeah, and it's interesting how that plays such a big part, right? Like, that's part of college football. Absolutely. And as a as a altruistic fan, I think is the word I'm looking for. Like, not naive, but just, like, living in your own kind of dream world. You just think it has only anything to do with how good your athletes are, right? But, no, like, all those other assets go into it. And, yeah, you can think that makes it more of a business than anything. But, to me, it just makes it more of an art. It just makes it more of... Like, there's more things that can be altered, so there's more outcomes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're into, like, the math side of it, then that's what it is, right? It's just, oh, like, yeah, more yeah, variables, yeah. more outcomes. To me, it's, like, more creative, right? There's so many more things that could happen. So, if nothing else, and a really exciting season well, ahead of us. But the biggest thing, and, you know, we've been talking about excitement and momentum and all these buzzwords. If they don't win on Saturday... That's going to kill a lot of that. I think that Utah State has a really good chance for a 10-point favorite. We've talked a little bit about the matchup and why I think Utah State will have the upper hand this year. But they, let's be honest, they need to win. They need to win this game. There's something about the momentum that we got after a loss to Michigan State that could have only happened that game. Mm-hmm. You know, that same... You don't see that momentum after any other loss. And... I think it was two different things, right? Michigan State, how big they are, right? Mm-hmm. And that that was our first game of the season. So yeah, all of us were like, oh, we, we played. right? We played so well, <laughs> we went away from that game with smiles. Mm-hmm. Probably not the team, right? They don't, we don't, sure. they don't believe in moral victories. It's fine. But that same momentum and that same hope, what, what word do I give that, Jaden? <laughs> that energy, excitement, I guess. Yeah. Excitement, yeah. That's not going to come from a loss this weekend. Yeah. This game is huge. Because... Like you said, it's a, it's kind of a decider. Yeah. Well, and and back to that point, you look at two years ago or th- three years ago when Utah State finally got over that hump, finally beat Boise State, huge win at home, blowout victory over a top twenty five team at home. Boise State conference is ours. We're in the driver's seat, and then that season just fell off a cliff after that. Mm-hmm. That was our only highlight. That was the highlight of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case this year. We'll see. I'm excited to see. Saturday night, you can actually, uh, you can hear the game here on Aggie Radio. Uh, Scott Gerard and uh, I don't know who he's working. I think Kevin White is, is his play by or his color guy now. But um, yeah, so so Saturday night here on Aggie Radio, that that will be on pregames like seven fifteen. Yeah, and then um, today at four o'clock at the Gloria Bell. Wait, Chuck and Gloria Bell Field. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Utah State's playing UNLV in soccer. I could not figure Uh, out what that was called. And then, randomly, we have a softball game tomorrow at noon. Yeah, they do like a they do like a fall season and a spring season. Fall's Mm -hmm. just exhibition, but yeah. And this um, is, I mean, it's versus USU Eastern, so it's a small one, but softball's fun. And there's volleyball tomorrow. It's a crazy weekend. Oh my gosh! Yeah. There's a volleyball game at I think one or two. Yeah, Um, I thought, I thought that was not here. It is. Yeah. Oh no! It's versus UNLV. I see that. Okay. Yeah. So I think I it think should be I at one o'clock. Their Saturday ones are usually both at one playing o'clock. Playing UNLV. Awesome. Which UNLV is one of my favorite opponents. I yep. think those are always good. And then women's soccer again on Sunday at one versus it's a, Nevada. It's a crazy weekend. So you got something yeah. today. You got two things tomorrow. You got something on Sunday. Three things tomorrow. Three things. Softball. Three things. That's true. Softball. Yeah, and fo- and football. Right. Love it. So. 
there is always something for you to do, Aggie fans. And um, we're excited to have you listening. Tune in next Friday at 11 a.m. Um, you'll hear the type of experiences we had, hopefully, meeting um, <laughs> our jazz superstars. And at this awesome game this weekend, hoping for the best. Either way, we'll have a lot to talk about next week. So tune in, 11 a.m. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SportsPage94 and Jaden at Jaden Johnson. No Y before the D with two zeros <laughs> at the end. Um, this has been the Sports Page Out Loud. Jaden, thanks again for being here. Thank you, Paige. And this is Aggie Radio 92.3 FM, KBLULP, Logan, Utah.